They will turn cemeteries into cathedrals and cities into your tombs. Prepare yourself for your last rites as we discuss demons. Werewolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. Gentlemen. Yes. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Mm, having a beer. It's pretty good. <laughs> Delish. I'm having a beer too. I'm excited for this episode. I knew you would be. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here. It's not a far limb. It's a pretty sturdy limb. I'm only on my second beer too. It's a pretty sturdy, <laughs> rigid limb and say that these two films are films that Alan it's going to like. Now, Alan and I haven't spoken about this. I just know from being friends with Alan and doing this podcast with Alan. David, what do you think? I am also predicting Alan will like both of these films. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Indeed. We'll see. The films we're discussing, gentlemen, are two Italian horror films produced by Dario Argento. Right. Yep. Directed by Lamberto Bava. Lamberto Bava. Now, so a little background, Lamberto Bava is the son of... Mario Bava? Mario Bava. Okay, That's I correct. was curious about the, that. The legend, the master of Italian horror, the master of the macabre. He's influenced everyone from John Carpenter, Dario Argento, Lucio Fulci, Tim Burton, John Landis. What are some Corsese, Mario Bava films? Uh, Black Sunday. Okay. Uh, Black, Black Sabbath. He did Black Sabbath too. Oh, you got me a bad time. Uh, <laughs> but no, there's He's done he, some stuff. Did he do Black Monday or Black Tuesday? No, just Black Sunday. Does he go shopping on Black Friday? <laughs> did he do Blue Monday? You're such an idiot. <laughs> I'm not no, familiar with Mario Bava. Oh, oh man. You gotta, yeah. Look up Mario Bava. Bay of Blood is another great one. Uh, so his, his career spans from about, uh, 1943 to about late seventies. Okay. Um, uh, so, so La- Lamberto didn't quite have the career that his father did, but, uh, still a good career nonetheless. And he did these two films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably um, his most popular. Demons and Demons 2. And they, like I said, they were both produced by Dario Argento. Yeah. The first Demons is written by about a thousand people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wrote down Argento and yeah. several other people. Well, I think Lamberto Bava... Dario Argento, and then like three other guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about demons. This movie opens up with a uh, female, and she's riding a subway. With some pretty cool theme music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The music. Mm. We should talk about the music. Claudio Simonetti. Claudio Simonetti. From Goblin. Goblin. Yeah. And you saw him live, dude. I did. I saw him and his band in November. Yeah. And And so they played um, Suspiria, uh, the whole complete score. Well, it's not Goblin. He's not... 
Well, he wasn't Goblin. He, he, he wasn't Goblin, correct? No, he, he was in Goblin. He was but the keyboardist. What you saw wasn't Goblin. It was it was solo. It was, well, yeah, it was his band. It was called Claudio Simonetti's uh, Goblin. Goblin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's like the Temptations, where there's like <laughs> yeah, there's different different versions. <laughs> Eighteen. Versions. But um, they they uh, played the entire Suspiria film like on a backdrop behind the band, and then the band played the score along with the movie, which was really cool. Yeah. And then when the movie was over, they did a second set of works from other films. And Demons was one that they played, and I like it's awesome. Yeah, the I live was, version was, and the, and the music in the movie is cool too. But the live version is so awesome. It's a very funky title track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demons, yeah. It's very funky. The other thing about this, well, let me let me talk about this real quick about soundtracks or scores, I should say, film scores, because Goblin and. Uh, Simonetti, these are scores for the films. These are music specifically written for this film. When right. you talk about a soundtrack, it could be anything. Yeah. Because this film also has a soundtrack. A pretty good one. Yeah. It does. Uh, and I'll get to that in a second. But the I was talking to my wife about this, and she goes, you guys talk a lot about scores. And I never thought about it before meeting and talking to you guys. Yeah. Like You guys are very into the music of films. Yeah, it's very important. Um, yeah. You guys got me into Goblin, which... I really do like that music. And I was telling her, I said, it is important to talk about the music for the film because if yeah. it's done right, it becomes another character. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it it relates to this film when it comes to my review heavily. But I, I want I just want to point that out that when we talk about the score for a film, whether it be from John Carpenter, who's another um, musician that we really like his music, or whether it be Goblin, or Simonetti, or 30 Fathom Grave. <laughs> uh, the music that they're creating creates an atmosphere, and it creates a character, right. and it can help. Right. Uh, John Williams is another prime oh, yeah, example, yeah, yeah. probably yeah. the most popular example. Yeah. John Williams' music, like you know it off right. right away. Yeah. And without that music, do you think Jaws would be imposing? Without the... Mm-hmm. Yep. Without the score in Psycho. Yeah. yeah the re, 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 re. Yeah. Do you think that... Without um, Manfredini score oh, the, in Friday the Thirteenth, Friday the Thirteenth. Yep. So that is important, yeah. and and I want to actually thank you guys because you guys I pay more attention to that shit now. Yeah. yeah. Um. But this film. Yeah. The, the score. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, Brett, because the uh, the aspect of music is definitely a factor in these two films, and and we'll start with Demons. and in Italian films in in general, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, at least the ones I've seen. Like I um, have watched uh, just two Argento films, mm-hmm. uh, Tenebrae and Suspiria. Yeah, and then these two films getting introduced to Italian horror cinema. Yeah, and music is a very big part of these films. Yeah. It's the same. And when you watch movies now, home, you start much. to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Just like with Mandy, when we watch Mandy, right? Pick that. Oh up. yeah, that music was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so we're talking about demons. Demons opens up. Yeah, so uh, we're in a... Uh, subway. Yeah, we're in a subway, and there is uh, a student. Oh, can I... Just one more thing. Yeah. Now, did you guys watch the dubbed version or the subtitled version? I watched the dubbed version. I watched the uh, international version with the uh, Italian track. I watched the dubbed version. Okay. I'm going to put that out there because that might affect my review. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, and I watched, and I've seen both versions. I watched the dub version because I just find it more fun with some yeah. of the, the voice work. You know, some you know international films that have dub work 
I find them charming. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> now, are some of these people like speaking English though? That is correct. Uh, a lot of these are international productions where everyone is speaking their native language. Exactly, right? and then they you, dub. You it's, have it's some. In, it's weird. Yeah, because sometimes the so mouth, how the fuck do they know what? Sometimes the, the mouth they just matches wait for the pause? and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. you know, you have people on set. I mean, this this is. This is obviously an Italian production, but they're filming in Berlin. So it's Italian, German, and American. There's some American as well. So, uh, And then when they overdub the English-speaking people with English voices, is it the person's voice or is it a different Not person? always. Not always. A good example is uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Sergio Leone, the director, only spoke Italian. Uh, Eli Wallach, the actor, only spoke English. But... They both communicated in French. So they find ways when they're making these movies. They and what find about ways. Clint Eastwood? He only speaks English. He spoke, yeah, I mean, there's... He doesn't speak a lot in the film, though. I, I, no, I think... Actually, <laughs> yeah, so no. Actually, no. Eastwood does speak a little Italian. Oh, okay. So, well, I mean, yeah, he spent so much time filming exactly, those fucking movies. Exactly. So they, they find ways. They make it work. Okay. Yeah. All right. So moving on. We're in a subway. Yeah. So we're in a subway, uh, and there's a woman. Her name is Cheryl... And uh, she's going through the subway, and uh, the title track is still playing. It's a little tense because something's going on. She's looking over her shoulder. She senses she something's like a, there. Yeah, she's like a guy in a mask, but and then she kind of looks, and then she doesn't see him. Yeah. And she's kind of like, am I seeing things? Or, and nobody she, else seems to notice. Yeah, she's a little spooked, and uh, the guy in the mask approaches her, and, and she's startled. And it's kind of a startling scene. But uh, he gives. He's got her like something. a half mask, right? He's got a half mask, yeah. kind of like a. Well, he follows kind of her. Mask. He's a he little, Jason, little Jason X, a little yeah. uh, Terminator Two, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he's a like rough-looking dude. Yeah. It's a metallic mask. Yeah. yeah, he follows her, and she's getting scared, and the tension's building, and she's getting out of the the, the train. Yeah, and she's walking through the subway like underground, and then she's walking up the stairs, yeah. and then yeah. she's like, "Okay, I lost she him." Bumps into and him, and then she turns around, yeah, and, and he's like, there. Do you have time to talk about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Pretty much, he hands her an invitation. Yeah, and it appears to be uh, like a movie ticket. and uh, It's an invite. Yeah, an invite. And so uh, he walks away and she watches him. He's handing them out to other people. Yeah. And then she runs back to him. She approaches him like, hey, can I get one for my friend? And so he he gives her one. He says nothing. He's very mysterious. Uh, So she has two tickets and she meets up with her friend Kathy. Kathy's all pissed off too. Yeah, it's not a horror movie. <laughs> She's like, "You're always late. We're supposed to be studying. Yeah. We're gonna fail this fucking class." <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so they find the theater, and it's this very large. It's kind of a mysterious looking. Yeah, it's building. called the the Metropole. The Metropole. Right? Yeah. And it's been closed down for a long time. Yeah. They, these people are from this area. They didn't even know it existed. Most. Yeah. Of them. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it had been renovated or yeah, something like recently that. Recently renovated. Yeah, so so newly reopened, renovated building, uh, movie theater called the Metropole. So, uh, you know, they're talking about, you know, what could it be? What kind of movie? Kathy's not a big fan of horror films. Uh, but uh, and Kathy's still pissed off because yeah. they're not studying. <laughs> and they go in, and we get like a weird assortment of characters. We get the usher who yeah. looks like uh, Buddy the Elf from Elf. <laughs> yeah, real weird green. Will Ferrell get up on you. Yeah. Uh, and we get introduced to a lot of characters. There's a blind movie. guy who's going to quote unquote see a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So his... a blind guy with his daughter. We get a. Married... Is it his daughter? No. Yeah, it's his daughter. 
Oh, it is. At yeah. First, I thought it was his wife, and then something happens later. And I'm like, wait a minute. It was yeah, yeah, it was his daughter. Oh, I thought it was his wife cheating on him. Yeah, it's, yeah. No, it's his daughter. It's his daughter. Yeah. And she's just like fuck the old man. And then you got yeah. like a pimp kind of guy. Yeah. With a couple ladies. <laughs> okay, wait and a second. We got to talk about this guy. Pimp. Yeah. Pimp kind of guy. He's, a he's pimp, clearly right? a he's pimp. A pimp. Right? Okay. He's and a those pimp. are clearly prostitutes. Uh, yeah, he's and got like, he's like a jacket with big lapels yeah. on it. And but wait a second. His yeah, dubbing the is the pimp's name's Tony, and he's with two girls. Oh, fucking Tony, and but the dubbed version, by the way, Tony talks. It's amazing. amazing. Yeah, but, I love it. But I will say this is like what pimp is like. Come on, ladies, let's go out <laughs> and see a movie for the night. <laughs> well, except for this pimp. But hey, if it's somebody, free. if some guy on the street is handing out free movie tickets, I'd go. But it's taking them away from making money. You gotta right. hustle, baby. You gotta get out there and make that baby. Hey. You gotta make that money. Hey, you, you gotta. Kinda, you kind of talks like this. You gotta yeah. relax at some point. You His know? voice is kind of Wolfman Jack yeah. a little bit. I loved right, it though, right. and that and that's what I mentioned earlier about the charm of dubbing. And that's why I watched. I chose for this one to watch yeah. the dub versions. I remember. I distinctly remember his voice being wonderful. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Well, not spoiler alert. In Demons Two, the same actor yeah, is it plays a different right. character. different right. character. Yeah, but it's the same voice actor. Yeah, same voice actor. It's same kind of character. Yeah, not yeah. really, but kind of. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Demons One. So we got uh, we got a, an, an older married couple. Yep. We have a boyfriend and girlfriend going to see the movie. Yeah, well, see the movie is hardly what they're doing. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, but you know, yeah. We got so. the blind guy and his daughter. Yeah. We got the two girls, and they meet up with two frat guys. Yeah, so well, they're they're strangers at first, yes. but the, the, the guys, guys are interested. Yeah, the guys are interested sure. in the girls. And they're not so discreet about it. Yeah, no, they. Uh, go but in the lobby, you've got like a motorcycle that's set up, and then there's like a mask. Yeah, that's that's uh, also out there. And pretty then, pretty probably important that we talk about this mask. Sure. Yeah. So like you know, with a lot of our listeners out there and us as well, we go see the movies and we see a lot of. Um, not not so much props, but like standees and displays and things like that. It's almost like this was like an art f- exhibit. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. So and the, the film theater. was like yeah. an art yeah. project. And, and there was like these stuff set up outside, like maybe props yeah. from the movie or, or like art interpretations of something. And that's yeah. what they had set up out in the And the mask that's out there, I don't know if anybody listens to the band Ghost. Kind of reminded me of like the masks that the the nameless ghouls in the yeah. band wear. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. They do they are similar. Yeah, but it it's could all be a, but it, it's all silver like a metallic yeah. kind of color. And one of the prostitutes Yeah, the prostitutes are kind of goofing off and one of them is um you know takes notice of the mask and she picks it up and it's like you you know, I don't know about you guys, but I was thinking, oh, don't pick that up. Don't touch yeah. it. But of course, she tries it she on. She puts it on. She doesn't she puts care about on. rules, dude. Yeah. And She's she, with Tony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tony's got her back. I'll protect you, baby. Yeah. And it's a bizarre looking mask. Like David said, it it scratches her face. Yeah. yeah she starts bleeding a yeah. little bit. Just a little cut. It's just a little cut. And uh, she's like, eh, nothing. Yeah. It's no big deal. You know. Tony. Little, yeah. And she's kind of complaining about it. He's like, sit here and shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, I got I need a Band-Aid. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Shut up. Try to watch a film. We need some Neosporin. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and in the meantime, the, the two guys interact with the two girls. And the, the two girls are like, like one of them kind of likes the other. And the other girl's like, you know, let's. So if I, found, I found it interesting, though, is like the girl who wanted to go to the film. Yeah. And skip school. Yeah. Skip studying. Uh, was the one who was hesitant about meeting up with the guys. The girl who was 
like we got a study was like hey those boys are really cute they should come over here uh-huh. and she was all flirty flirty with them so it was like the roles kind of reversed yeah. a little bit there you would think the girl who was like more the party girl would be like hey let's fucking yeah. party yeah anyway so okay so they now sit, the movie the movie starts the movie starts, the movie starts yeah starts. everybody mot- everybody takes their seats movie starts it's yeah. a motley crew i think yeah uh, yeah the movie. so let's let's talk about this so we talked about the score yeah let's talk about the soundtrack sure um and i might get this mixed up with the second one so you guys might have to remind me of what kind of music was in this movie well keep keep in mind part two's got a pretty good soundtrack too. yeah keep this in mind brett the first one is like is heavy metal the second one and we'll touch up more on this is new wave Okay, so yeah, like new wave post punk. Yeah, in the second one. Uh, so Billy Idol's in the second. Billy one? Idol's in this one. Billy Idol's in this one. Yeah. So he probably should have yeah. been in the second one. No. So we got Billy yeah. Idol on the soundtrack. Except Motley Crue, AC- Rick Springfield. Is ACDC? Or uh, I don't think so. No, not no. on. Well, no, I think they do play in a scene. I thought there was an oh, okay. ACDC song. Uh, but uh, Saxons on this too. So a very heavy metal soundtrack yeah. for the most part. No docking. No docking. No, no docking. scorpions. They held out for Nightmare on Elm Street 3. <laughs> oh, well, it's back essentially the same time, right? 85? 85. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Good point. 3 is probably 87. Maybe, so so we're yeah, in this era of uh, heavy metal being pretty, pretty rep- big. Pretty, pretty well representative in yeah. uh, horror movies. And I don't know about you guys, but the mid to late 80s, well, I was, I was like in my early tweens. Mm-hmm. In the late 80s, like metal was the shit. Mm-hmm. Like Motley Crue, especially like 89 to 90 was Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Yeah. Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 when that came out. So that was... 91, I that think. That was 91 because that was like in coincidence with like Terminator 2. That's right. Because... Uh, yeah, they got the boom You box. could be mine. Yeah. yeah. And you know, in, in Italy and Europe, a lot of these bands, as big as they were in the US, they were much, much bigger. bigger. Much yeah. bigger. Yeah. yeah. Europe especially, I, well, Italy is part of Europe, but... Europe especially is big on metal music, even oh, to this absolutely. day. Yeah, oh yeah, sure. And the punk scene uh, in Europe uh, a little bit different, and uh, you know, obviously earlier before it hit the the states. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the movie starts. Uh, the movie within the movie. Yeah, there's so now a we're movie. getting meta, and these are yeah. some of my favorite scenes in in any movie. I love watching movies in movies. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, because a lot of times the movie within the movie is like. Better? really really hammy yeah like like but this one is awesome yeah so you got like kids on dirt bikes right and yeah. they're gonna go find the crypt of was it nostradamus yeah and i thought it was cool the because the pimp goes <laughs> like nostradamus that sounds like a rat group <laughs> which made me think of nas yeah i yeah. love the That's dialogue from. in the movie that they're watching where the girl is like uh, what did she say? She was like, Nostradamus, like, what's that? And the guy's like, it's a type of beer. Like, what, what the fuck's wrong with you? Something like that. Like, uh, Yeah, and don't they find an open coffin and there's a book in it? And she's like, I can't read this. She's like, oh, wait, yes, I can. Like, within like two seconds, like, oh, yeah, I'm able to read this and translate But it. in the film, within the film, there's also a mask. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a mask. And yeah, one, of, one of the dudes puts it on, right? One of the dudes puts it on and he's like, ow. And he gets cut. And he cuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets his face cut. Yeah, and the girl reads like, hey, the book says that the mask will turn you into a demon. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh. <laughs> now you tell me. <laughs> really? And, and I love the way they did the film in the film because there's some really cool dialogue. And um, they read, I think they read the book and he, and he reads that they will turn cemetery 
They will turn cemeteries into cathedrals and cities into your tombs. I thought that was a really cool line. Yeah. yeah. And the film and the film gets really tense. And you can see the interest in all the moviegoers. They're and, really following. Yeah. And what's cool is then life starts to imitate art as yeah. the cut on the guy's cheek starts bleeding. The woman in the audience, her yeah. cheek starts to bleed. Yep. Yeah. And, and she gets concerned. And that's where we get the parallel coming. Yep. Yeah. So the guy in the film within the film, he starts fu- getting fucked up. Like yeah. He starts transforming. Yeah, uh, and by but, this point they they have they have already dug up Nostradamus's grave, and the prostitute goes. to the She bathroom. excuses herself. She's like, "I got to poop." No, she's like, "I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go clean up this cut. She's like, I gotta take a sh- I gotta wicked, take a, a wicked, wicked dumper. dumper. <laughs> I gotta take a wicked dumper." And uh, she goes to take a, uh, to get cleaned up, and she starts getting fucked up. This is some really cool scene. Yeah, the cut's getting worse. The cut's getting worse. Fester and stuff's yeah. coming out of it. Yeah. They did a yeah. fantastic job with uh, doing these effects. You, it focuses on her cheek and it starts pulsing. Yeah. And then it turns into like... like Uzi. Uh, and she's got some green mouth goo kind yeah. of like coming out of she's her mouth. She's getting fucked up. Meanwhile, the pimp's like, hey! <laughs> says to the other one, hey, go check up on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she goes to check up on her friend. And then on screen, the guy who's turning into a demon on screen in the movie within a movie, he starts fucking everybody up. Yeah, he yeah. like stabs and kills one of the other guys. Yeah. Yeah. I want to ask you guys something. Mm-hmm. The guy in the film, do you know who that is? I don't know who nope. any of these people are. It's the same guy that was handing out the tickets. Ah, okay. That's cool. The guy in the mask? Yeah. The man behind the same mask. Guy. And he's out of control. The man behind the mask. <laughs> is that Alice Cooper? Uh, the, the other prostitute goes and checks on the first one that went to the bathroom. Yep. And uh, she's concerned. She's like, "Are you okay?" And she and by this time, she's one in the she's in one of the stalls. Yeah, she's like, "Can you spare a square?" <laughs> yeah, can you spare? A square? I'm out of toilet paper, please. <laughs> so she's like, "Are you okay?" And I, I think her name was Rosemary. She's like, "Rosemary, yeah, yeah, Rosemary, Rosemary." And she's in Go the check stall. On Rosemary. And you can only see the back of her head. She turns around, and uh, her voice is changing. I can't remember what she said, but she's like, she's oh, all fucked. She's all fucked up. Her eyes are changed. She's got the teeth. The teeth. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the teeth. And the these veins. Fucking demons. Because the, the teeth kind of grow. Like it's almost they, like a morphing kind of. Ooh, uh, well, yeah. especially in two. But in yeah. this one, their teeth this, are all fucking gnarly. They're all fucked yeah. up. They're gnarly. And she she attacks the other prostitute. The other, the other prostitute uh, is Carmen. And uh, she attacks her. She, she fucks her up pretty good. But she's still alive. And yeah, she like slashes her throat or yeah. something, right? So she, she leaves the bathroom and she's trying to call for help. But the movie's so loud, it's blending in with the movie. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, like you guys mentioned earlier, it corresponds with what's happening. Yep. So in the movie, the teenagers are getting attacked and Carmen's being attacked at the same time. So she leaves the bathroom. She's trying to call for help. And at this point in the movie, the blind guy who is uh, who's there listening to the movie he's asking the daughter what's going on but by this time she's making out with this strange guy yeah this weird dude who looks like uh, michael ironside from total recall that's right kind of rictory looking fella yeah, yeah. And he's all he's they're, they're fucking yeah, yeah they're he's got his, he's got his hands projection doing booth, aren't, they? aren't they the stuff. projection booth no they're no, right they're, they're like right next to the dead <laughs> They're up in the balcony, oh, and yeah, everyone yeah. is down below. Oh, but, okay. the, but the booth is right there above them. Okay. Uh, but I gotta assume like that's her boyfriend or something. And like then there's that. the he other couple. Up. Then there's the other couple who's making out also. Yeah, yeah. And they're a little more innocent. Like it's like a first date kind of thing. Yeah, yeah but they're, they're yeah. And well. before the shit starts to go down, there's there's this usher. She's very is this redheaded usher. She's very mysterious. She's going around with the flashlight and making sure nobody's acting up. Mm-hmm. She's know. an elf. Yeah. yeah. But she's, she's a very mysterious character. Uh, 
But now the pimp's pissed. Yeah, now the pimp's pissed. He's not sure what's going on. And uh, one of the girls, one of the students that that we saw at the beginning of the movie, she senses something's wrong because she she feels like she can hear a voice that's not part of the movie. She tries yeah. to tell her friend. She's like, no, there's somebody screaming. Somebody needs help. And by this time, Carmen, the prostitute, is behind the screen uh, trying to, I don't know, trying to find somebody, yep. trying to get attention. And she tears through the screen. Everybody's shocked. And uh, obviously, obviously, they see that she's been attacked. They go to her aid. And the audio stops, but the movie keeps playing. Yeah, the movie keeps playing. And we see the transformation. And this is where the effects really pick up, as if they didn't already with the first prostitute. They really pick up here. Like, Brett, as you said, with the teeth. That was such a cool effect. The fucking teeth are gnarly. Yeah, what did, and, what did and, you think about that? Well, even the before teeth, the, the teeth are disgusting. And even before the morph, Rosemary like chokes out that Richter dude with like a oh, rope or right. something, right? Yeah. So that prostitute, the first one, makes her way up to the couple that, that yeah are making she kills out. Richter. Well, Richter. Yeah. Uh, and the guy er, and the blind guy's daughter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See yeah. you at the party, Richter. <laughs> that was kind of a funny kill because they're making out yeah. and she wraps the rope around their neck and they're like kind of still making out but they're like dying hey if you're gonna die <laughs> yeah and she like basically hangs him from the balcony right yeah yeah blind guy's like what's going on yeah so the so the movie goers start to freak out because and rosemary's see, got like a two foot long tongue like she oh yeah tongue out, and it's like really long that yeah, was a really gonna, cool effect i'm gonna hand it to the movie for that like special effects wise oh yeah we got some great practical effects here. And I think that's yeah. where she kind of morphs into a demon for the first time. And that's yeah. a really cool effect. Yeah. yeah. So we see the full-on demon. Now, so we start to see a transformation. And then the moviegoers are freaking out. They start to run. And as some of them are running out, uh, Dave, as you mentioned, the guy gets hung from the balcony. And it's like yeah. another freak out. Yeah. So everybody's freaking out here. Okay. Is this where we cut... There's a completely. lot of pandemonium. Like we get kind of just a montage of a lot of people just getting mowed down, and then we cut to we cut completely out of the theater to a totally different fucking setting. Yep, totally new characters. Yeah, and it's these it's like four punks. They're like punks. punks, punks, and they're sniffing coke out of a Coca Cola can. Yeah, yeah. At first, like they were passing this can around, and I was like, "What kind of punks are these?" Like, oh, hey, give me sharing that. a coke, and then yeah, they're snorting coke out of the straw, out of the straw in, in the, the coke, coke can. can. Yeah. And we got a girl... Probably, most likely to avoid police detection. Of course. Sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And we got probably the biggest asshole in the history of assholes driving. And his two buddies and some girl whom I'm assuming was like the girlfriend, but or she wanted to be the girlfriend of this fucking guy. I don't know. But... And then we go back to the movie theater. Yep, because the pimp gets got by Rick. And then I'm, like, I'm sitting here watching and going, what the fuck was that that I just saw? So I got a movie within a movie... I got the main movie that I've been watching, and all of a sudden I got these four punks driving around sniffing coke. Yeah, we're shown more characters because they'll play a factor in a little bit later. There, those four I know, but it just—I mean, it just cut like out of sure. the blue. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Um, then we go back, but then we go back and forth, yeah. kind of between the pandemonium in the theater, yeah. and mm-hmm. these guys driving. Yep. So, and then, yeah, and oh. they're not doing anything. There's like three or four cuts. Well, it cuts back, yeah, to the theater, so we can see the pimp get killed by. That guy and the chick. What? <laughs> so the young couple, the girl goes missing. The pimp takes the lead and he's like, let's, we got to get out of here. Everybody calm down. Like everybody calm the fuck down. We got to get out of here. Let's find a way out. And he kind of takes the lead. And he's like by right, the, right, right. Like, 
like the orchestra section, right? Yeah, I think so. Is that where he gets pulled in? I can't remember. He's towards the front of the theater, though, isn't he? Yeah, they're all at the front because that's where the prostitute ends up, and they're like, "Holy shit!" And they they retreat. But there's there the the husband of the elderly couple, he gets killed, and so they're like, "We got to get out of here." So they're trying to look for a way out. The young couple, the girl goes missing. She's still trapped in the theater. Yeah, and they go to all the exits, but they're all barricaded. They're all boarded up mysteriously. We don't know why. But they're trying to look for a way out, and they, they come across the blind guy, and he says, this place is cursed. And I can't remember if he was already attacked or not by, by one of the demons. Yeah, because he says, it's not the movie, it's the theater. Yeah, it's the theater. This, this theater is cursed. Yeah. Um, I call bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I call bullshit. The theater's yeah. not cursed. It's the movie. It's the movie. It's the movie. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a good way to look at it. You know, yeah. this, this character believes that the theater is, cur- is cursed. Um, but see, that doesn't make any sense in the, when it comes to the second one. Well, yeah, but the second one's like yeah. a, the second one's a different telling. But we'll get to that. Yeah, he says that though, and somebody's like, "I see what you oh, you know, I see you what don't you see mean." Yeah, I mean, I don't. You don't. See that it. doesn't happen. But he <laughs> he ends up getting his face gouged. They don't do that good of acting in this yeah. movie. <laughs> like his eyes get gouged out, right? Yeah, his he, eyes get gouged which out. Which he's like, okay. Yeah, and he's not yeah. dead. He's like, oh yeah. I mean, it hurts a little. There's some discomfort there, but. It doesn't really change the way I'm going to live my life. My perspective's still the same. I still hear very well. <laughs> please, and, also, please don't gouge out my eardrums. And there's there's another girl, another another moviegoer. She goes into a room, and then she gets killed by Rosemary, the first prostitute. Yeah. So you start to see a trend of once you become a demon, you start to kill other people, and then they become they become going to make more demons. I mean, it's yeah. like zombies. Yep. They're they're ba- it's it's basically a it zombie. is zombie it's a zombie yeah. demons. So the pimp takes the lead. All they have to do is be scratched to turn into demons. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, it's not like they have to be eaten or right. bitten or anything exactly. like that. Exactly. So the pimp takes the lead. They end up in the balcony, and he's like, barricade barricade the openings, and, and uh, they try to separate themselves from the demons. Um, and there's a little bit of conflict between some of the characters right, as so, to what to do next. So now... We cut back to the punks. Yeah, because they they over they kill the they kill the the pimp. Yeah, the they, yeah. yeah they're up in the balcony, and then uh, I think it was the old man who got attacked. Uh, he ends up on the balcony. He kills the pimp, and all hell breaks loose. Yeah, yeah. I think the pimp gets killed by the couple. Eh, it doesn't matter. Richter and the guy, the blind guy. Yeah, there's daughter. whatever. There's so many. There's kills. so much shit going on here. But then, yeah. uh, but the punks are getting nice day for a white, white wedding. wedding. Oh yeah, they listen to Billy Idol in the car. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty Not awesome. Again. Yeah, they spill their coke in the car. The guy gets super pissed. Yeah, they got to clean that. Yeah, so they, they park. That coke. Hey, little so they park the in shotgun, an shotgun. <laughs> So they, uh, dude, I want you, I want you, if you're going to sing part of the song, I want you to sing the whole fucking song. All I, all I sing every time that song comes on is, hey, little sister, shotgun, nice day for a white wedding. I just say shotgun over again. You know, it's interesting. I think that's why they use it because white wedding is the white is the Coke. The Coke? They should have used white lines. White lines. (laughs) Pure as the driven snow. (laughs) Make me blow my Oh yeah, hello, Daniel. Daniel. Curtis Blow. Yeah, I like <laughs> Curtis Blow. Did you ever see or that movie? Flash. That movie's in uh, or that song is in um, uh, Shaun of the Dead. Oh yeah, what? I don't remember that. Lines. <laughs> oh, Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> um, okay, so the the punks get pulled over by the cops, 
No, they don't get well, pulled they, over. They, 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 oh, they park. get coke, so they, they park to clean they up. Park, park, they park, park in the alley get, by the theater. And they're cleaning up this. They clean up all coke. the cocaine. Okay, all right, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. All right, I got to <laughs> talk about this fucking cleanup. So they get these razor blades, and they're like cleaning up this coke. And he's like, you better have every fucking last drop of that coke cleaned up, or I'm going to kill all of you, or whatever he says, <laughs> right? And so they're like scraping with these razor blades the coke off the fucking seats and then the one guy looks over to the chick and she's got a little bit of coke like on her cleavage and he like goes down and then he like slowly like opens up her shirt and she's all yeah 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 but then she's like all pissed off but he's got a razor blade right next to her nipple yeah i don't know he actually cuts her or maybe intentionally he cuts her boob but it's a very erotic scene yeah it's very lame but anyway so then the cops the cops end up pulling up and they're like uh what's up with this car and they're like oh we'll move it right now yeah but it was a stolen car and they didn't have the keys for it like they had like hot wire it yeah so they evade the cops so then they're like fuck this and they run and conveniently the door to the theater opens that's what i was gonna say they go down this alleyway yeah and the cops are chasing after them they're like where do we go where do we go and then all of a sudden it's like <laughs> yeah and they go go in here go in here <laughs> so, so they, they run into in. the theater that's and then at the same yeah. time the blind guy runs out and he's already he's a demon yeah he's already a demon and then the door closes and then the door closes and then we cut back into the theater and any additional scenes outside are left alone for a while but we get back to the outside in a moment yeah, except for the cops, uh, real quickly, the cops are like, where'd they go? Like, there's no doors. <laughs> like, yeah. we get that kind of like, huh? Yeah. And so now they're inside, and so the punks are looking around, and they're like, yeah. all right, we're cool, we're cool. Like, they don't know what the fuck's going on in this theater. Yeah, so at this point, uh, the girl that was left down in the theater, her name's Hannah. She was separated from her boyfriend. They meet up. They they meet up and they're going through the air ducts. It's very diehard. It's very diehard. Yeah. Kind of shimmying through the air ducts. Slash breakfast club. And then <laughs> at the same joke. time, the main group that's still up in the balcony barricaded, uh, a lot of them get killed. There's a off. lot of death. There's a yeah, lot of death some, up and there. And there's some good ones. And the four main characters, they make an escape under, under the rubble that they use as barricade. And uh, they they go into the lobby, and by this time we start to see the girl. She fainted, but then she becomes a demon. So she must have been scratched. Is or this something. the one that's the one of the coolest morphs in the whole movie? Like where a demon comes out of her back? Yeah, yeah. I think her character. Her, I think her character name is Kathy. Yeah, and but she has like a full blown demon like come out of her body. Right, and it's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you guys, and, and I think one of the characters some of the stuff like, I don't remember. One of the characters and I did watch this movie, <laughs> and one of the characters it was like, "It's not Kathy anymore," and they're like freaking out, and then I I can't remember how they kill her, but they end up killing her, and then uh, Ken, who was one of the guys, he becomes a demon too, and he's like he's like telling them like well he's gonna become you. a demon he's big he's yeah yeah Ken yeah. asks him uh, the guy George I think to kill him with a katana blade he's like hey, yeah go ahead and just kill me yeah because I'm gonna turn. And uh, we assume that George hacks his head off, right? Because they don't show it. Yeah, they don't show it, but yeah, that's what we assume. And then George gets on the dirt bike. They get on the motorcycle. Right? Yeah, and he's yeah. like, he's like, come with me if you want. He's them riding live. over top <laughs> yeah. of the seats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so the redhead dies too. She dies as well. So yeah, so we start to see characters getting killed off in yeah. different ways. And uh, George, while he's on the the motorcycle or the dirt bike, he hacks a demon up like in the spokes. That yeah, was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a cool one. Yeah. Uh, the punks, uh, the girl punk, she gets, oh, they meet their fate. She gets got, yeah, they go back and look for her. 
they don't all get got right away. Don't no. They? Well, then a fucking helicopter crashes through the ceiling of the theater. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit. And it's and it's their they see that as their way out. But what's cool? Another cool scene is that helicopter crashing through. And some of the demons start to approach them. Yeah. And so George gets a gets a bright idea. He gets a really bright idea. He goes into the uh, control panel of the helicopter, and he's struggling to get it started. He gets it started, and the, the propeller blade start chopping up some of yeah. the demons. Yeah. <laughs> it's such, these were such cool scenes on the motorcycle. And it's like, okay, they can't top this motorcycle yeah. scene. Then but, George busts out his Batman like utility belt and like gets a shoots a cable up to the ceiling. He's like, yeah, right, we're getting out of here. So they use so they use some of the uh, resources in the helicopters. They they yeah, it gets like a winch. I yeah, think. it's yeah. it's one of those um, where like Gatling like or those uh, grappling those, ho- grappling yeah, hook. yeah, yeah those yeah, grappling yeah. hooks. So they make their way out. Yeah, they mm-hmm. get up to the roof. And then who's there waiting up there for them? Terminator. Terminator himself, the mm-hmm. guy with the mask. The man behind the mask, <laughs> yep. and he's still out of control. <laughs> so they're up in the roof. They're trying to get out, and I think Cheryl makes her way out. But but uh, uh, George is struggling with the guy in the mask. Yeah, and uh, Cheryl stabs him with the hook. Fucking shanks him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they f- uh, like impale his face through like a like a yeah. piece of rebar. Like yeah, right, right through the face. Yeah, from the broken building, and yeah, they just impale his fucking face with it. It's such a yeah. cool scene. So then they're like running through the streets, and there's like '80s like metal music playing. The whole city is like a wasteland because the one demon that got out. Now the whole city yeah. is basically the demon demons. that got there's out. Demons everywhere. The blind demon. Yeah, yep. the blind demon that got out got the cops. The cops got everyone else. Yeah, just one like they, friend tells two friends. Yep. Two friends tell yep. four it's friends. A big pyramid it's a fucking scheme. pyramid scheme. <laughs> It's like, but yep. we'll all make money. Trust exactly. me. Exactly. We're all going to um, be all right. But they meet up with a Jeep. Yep. And it's a dad with his kids. Yeah. And they got some guns. Yeah. And they get in the backseat. They pick them up. They're like, come on. We're going to drive west and start a new life. Pick them up. And it's very, it's <laughs> very zombie yeah. movie. It's very yeah. zombie movie-esque. Yeah. But it's. It, it was, is a zombie movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. But with demons and it, it was. I don't know. It, it was done in a way where it was. It I wasn't thinking entirely about zombie movies. Well, okay. So let's just finish up the movie. That well, means that's, that's where the, the movie, end of the movie ends, yeah. right? They, well, no, almost. So they're on the. Oh Jeep, yes, yes, yes. And then because they yeah. they tease it a little bit. The they credits lead, start to roll, the, right? The credits start to roll. They tease it a little bit, and then Cheryl, boom, out of nowhere, she's a demon. She's a demon. And then the kid, blaster. Yep. Yeah, oh, the kid in the Jeep. I didn't see yeah, that. The kid, the I kid turned in the it Jeep off. What? You turned it Why off. Why'd you turn it off? Yeah, the I'll kid, tell you the when I get to my review. Oh, and, then, and then the credits continue, and that's the end of the movie. Okay. Okay. I turned it off. Okay. Why'd you turn it off? Yeah, let's get you first. Yeah, let's get... What, what's going on, Brett? I hated this movie. Why? <laughs> this movie This movie sucked. <laughs> Did it really? This movie was all over the place. It was no place. This movie's story was so fucking... It was haphazard at best. It was it was written by five people. It's like they all like said, "I'm gonna go write ten pages. You write ten pages. You write ten pages. Then we'll all come together and just film the shit that we wrote." And then a gust of wind came, and they went, "Well, let's <laughs> we'll just piece it all together. Shuffle it all together." Um, again, music. I love the music. The special effects. Okay, I like the special effects. Oh, you I- thought they were just okay? No, I said okay. I like special effects. Mm. I liked these special effects. But is that enough for me to say I like this movie? No, the movie was boring, forgettable. That's why I can't wow. remember anything about this movie. Like I watched this movie 
just a couple of days ago and I'm having trouble remembering it. And I, I was like, oh my God, when is this going to fucking end? It made wow. no sense when they cut to the punks and I'm going, what the fuck is happening? The here? punk, Brett, the punks were important because that's how that demon got out of the fucking building. I understand that but I fucking hated the movie. Like, you don't understand. Like, I did not like this movie. What'd you wow. give it? I give it one and a half. One and a half. Wow. Ooh, and that's it? only because of the music and the special effects. Right, right. Know, you're I, fucking listen, crazy. All right, I know, Alan, like, I know Alan's going to like this movie, so I'll go second. I we'll, knew we'll save Alan. I knew that we'll, it's going to be we'll unpopular, for by the last, way. Because I think I'm going to throw you a curveball, Brett. Mm-hmm. I really liked this movie. I know you did. Dave, thank you. What's that? Jesus fucking Christ. For once, like I got Dave on my side. (laughs) Um, Thank you. So I've seen this movie a few times now. The plot is so simple. Yes. It is. Brett, it's a fun movie. It's yeah. You take a bunch of people, you throw them in a movie theater. The movie's like a bottle episode, kind of a TV show almost type thing. But the special effects are so cool. Yes. All the like the zombie slash demon killing. Yes. The soundtrack, the score. Yes. It's, it's all such there. a simple movie. The acting is not good, um, but it's just dumb fun. It's so, dumb fun. So you guys know you guys come to my Halloween party every year. Like I always try to put on a movie. In I the think background. you've played demons. I think I have, and the reason why is because it's a movie that you don't even necessarily have to hear what's happened. Like what people are saying you didn't just it's watch probably it. preferable not to hear you can leave you can figure no. it, you can figure stop. out what's going the dialogue on without is even so without even hearing Brett, anything stop it's just what a, do you mean stop it's just it's a, so fucking let the man talk it's just a fun <laughs> now let him t- fun let movie him so when i was writing out my my final rating uh, and you guys know this i usually write two numbers and then i'll as our conversation happens i'll kind of decide which way i want to no, go no so, go with your heart well, no, go no, with no. your heart i'm gonna this will benefit you. So I wrote 3.5 to 4. Mm. Then you had the credits start to roll. And then when the little extra scene happened where the kid killed yes. the chick at the end, I went, yes. I even wrote my notes. Yep, four. So four. Four heads for me. Oh, Thank my you. God. Yes. <laughs> no, let me tell you something. This is the worst. <laughs> no, it's not. Nightmare. No, Brett, this, I don't, I don't understand because this movie is so much fun. It's your typical. Like you take the most fun '80s movie, and this movie just amplifies it. It has everything: samurai swords, motorcycle, a crashed helicopter, demons everywhere, a fucking pimp, prostitute, <laughs> punks, soundtrack, Bridget Allen, yeah, gore effects. They made this movie with so much heart. This is one of my favorite movies. There now, there are some flaws. I'm gonna be reasonable. There are some flaws. Some. Hold on. Okay, I had a problem How about with the production. That's a flaw. Hold on, I'll get it. I'll get to it. I had a problem. Okay, so the moviegoers, Dave, as you remember, there was such there was a big theater filled with moviegoers. Um, it was reduced to such a small group. I don't know what happened to a lot of the extras. Budget. Yeah, budget. It was left unanswered. So a lot of the characters that filled that movie theater, they just kind of got forgotten about. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they didn't have any names or identify, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they weren't identified or anything. So why make it I make thought, sense? I thought the redhead was kind of mysterious and I didn't understand what that character was about. Elf. She, was, she was just mysterious. The redheaded elf lady. Yeah, she's an elf. Uh, but other than that, this movie is so much fun. Cool music. Those are the only two problems you have with the movie. The fucking redheaded elf and the well, lack the of extras. Brett, I don't think you're accepting this movie for what it is. Like Dave said, it's dumb fun. But I don't know if you're trying to put it up there with like Citizen Kane or something <laughs> fucking gone with the wind. I don't know. Like, I don't know what you were expecting going into this. Yeah, and it, we've talked about this before. Some of my favorite movies, I wouldn't say are good movies. Like, I don't think this is a good movie. Listen, but, yeah. but I had a ball. You guys, I have watched 
bad movies and enjoyed them. Okay. I have watched movies so, so that are name, considered, hold on, that are considered B movies and enjoyed them. This is definitely a B movie. Oh, for sure. It's a low budget, low class, low rent movie. And it is I don't not, think it's low budget. I don't think it's low budget. I don't think it's necessarily okay. low class. Okay. Because they, so put a, they put a lot of work into those special effects. Into and I those, said the special effects were great. No, no, no. But you're saying low budget. I'm talking about they put a lot into those set pieces, into the, into the design. The set piece. There was one set. But the movie within the movie, I thought that was cool also. The movie within the movie was probably the... I would rather watch that movie. <laughs> I was... The, sometimes you said the movie within the movie is worse. Like it's like the movie. No, I the never movie. said it was no, worse. No, no, no. He I think did. I did. I think he I did. did. I never. Yeah, I never. He said, said that. He said when you're watching a movie and you see oh, a yeah. movie within a movie, it's right. always like cheesy. Yeah, it looks silly. I yeah. would rather watch the movie within this movie. Looks much more interesting than the actual movie. But that why? I why? I don't understand. Because because it sucked. And you want to know examples <laughs> of movies that I like that are B movies? No, don't tell me just because it sucked. Tell me why. I already told you why. It's it's it looks like it was written. It was written by five people who weren't on the same page who just had ideas for scenes so they could showcase their special effects. I, I don't understand why they weren't on the same page. The, the story's there. Dave said it's... it's no, no, the story is simple. Yeah, they, they all got together. Simple. They all got together and said, let's make a zombie movie, but let's not call them zombies. We'll call them demons, okay? Fair enough. That's fine. It's like, where do the demons come from? Uh, this mask. Okay, some guy made that up. And then it's like, okay, you go write st dialogue for the fucking prostitute. Uh, <laughs> I got this idea for these punks that we won't meet until halfway through the movie. Why do we even care about them? And, and to your point, yes, they, they let the blind guy out. But it's like, that doesn't even fucking matter because the theater could have let that guy out at any time because the theater opened the door. So, so they you, didn't need the so, punks. They didn't need the punks to open the door. So Brett, the you must not it. be a big fan of fantasy movies because this no, movie. I'm, I'm fine with fantasy no, movies. No, you're if not done because this good movie. Fantasy movies. This movie has a fantasy aspect to it. I think uh, it has. It has a fantasy aspect to it. Let me ask you a question. Where things may not make sense. Okay. Let me ask you a question. What? Return of the Living Dead. Sure. Okay. You gave this movie uh, demons, right? Yeah. Me. You gave that four. Yeah. Return yeah. of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead. Is this a better movie? Or is this it's up there with Return of the Living Dead? I would rate Return of the Living Dead higher for sure. So Return of the Living Dead is at least a four and a half to you. Yeah. We'll no, it's on. not. No, it's not. Yes, it is. For me, it is. Or maybe it's a four. I don't know. Return I, of the Living Return Dead. Return of the Living Dead is awesome, and I wouldn't rate that a four. What? No. Dude. I'd rate it like three and a half. But what I'm saying, I, and I'd have to watch it, okay? But what I'm saying is Return of the Living Dead is the same caliber of movie. And Return of the Living Dead is by far why a much superior film it's more why because it's american i'm no i'm not i'm not a fucking like no uh, no so, but like no. a fucking uh, they're so similar they're so similar and one is done well okay you know what else is similar fucking ghoulies and gremlins which one's better fucking gremlins yeah i mean both have creatures but i mean <laughs> but I that's what i'm saying it's like it's like you can't say well they're both similar so they both got to be equally as good no no, they're not equally as good, well, but they're one's better. They're similar. Yes, they're similar. And one's shitty. Why is one shitty? Okay, you like it. Fair enough. I dislike okay, it. Okay, that's fine. That's I want to know your rating. Oh, he's gonna rate it fucking seven. Wait, no, oh, stop. <laughs> no, four and I'm, a half. No, I'm reasonable in my rating. I give it a four. Like I said, it does have some cons. The redheaded character didn't make a whole lot of sense. 
But it, Brett, you were complaining about the punks showing up all of a sudden later in the movie. Guess what? Pulp Fiction, one of the greatest fucking movies of all time. You're introduced to characters up until the end of the fucking movie. I mean, you're going to see characters throughout, but the punks are important in this one because they evade the cops and they allow that fucking demon to escape. They don't allow the demon to escape. The theater <laughs> opens the door and the demon escapes. The theater controls the door. That's fine, but the demons control the theater. I mean, they're they're just they're additional characters. They end up in the theater, and, and they and they uh, they have no value add. But I didn't think it was a factor to rate it so low. That's not the only thing wrong with this film. I'm oh, just saying man. there's no you value know, add. I, I we do the math, and this is a three point one six between the three it's of us. Still way too high, but wow. <laughs> which wow. Put it together. Like, Let me tell you something. It's just as much fun. Which falls into our category of see it, watch it. It's just I. I you know what? Wow. I want people to see it. I want people to see it. I know I'm going to get a lot of shit. I knew <laughs> as I was watching this film, I'm like, because I have heard so many people talk about this movie and how awesome this L- movie is. Let me tell you something, Brett. Hold I, on. I, I, hold admire, on. I admire the fact that you hold your ground. I admire that. Thank you. Uh, listen, I have heard so many people say that they like this movie. This movie is like on a lot of people, their tops list. And I appreciate people's opinions. And so I watch this movie and I watch this movie with an open mind and I watch this movie and I'm like, this is going to fucking suck for me. You know why it's going to suck for me is because I'm going to say I hate it and I'm going, I'm going to say that I hate it. I'm going to give it a 1.5. All right. And I am going to get shit from people. I might get shit from people on Twitter, Instagram, fucking messages or whatever it may be but i want people to watch this movie it's watch this fun. movie i got i got shit for mandy so watch this movie with an open mind okay open mind don't don't let me influence you don't let alan influence you or david influence you watch this movie with an open mind and then you tell us what yes. you think of the movie yeah interact sure, sure. with us you sure, bastards sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because because when it, when it comes down to it we got, everybody's got different styles that's of movies of that fun. they like and that's why we do sure, and no, alan that's... and i don't dislike each other we we a lot of times fall in line with what movies we like. Yeah. It's just when it comes to this movie, yeah, we're gonna divert. Yeah, and I didn't like the movie. Alan doesn't understand why I didn't like the movie. I don't understand why he liked the movie. <laughs> He's asking me to explain why I didn't like it. I'm I could ask him the same question, and he won't <laughs> be able to answer it satisfactorily I mean, to me. I, I, hey, yeah, it's, I think we're gonna have to well, agree like, to disagree on this well, one. Yeah, here, I'll, all right, I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave it at this. Let's, yeah. I'll leave it at this. You know, just like Dave said, it's it's dumb fun. You don't have to take it serious. I'm not taking it serious. Yeah. All right, I told you. There's, there's plenty of dumb fun movies that I. This is one of those kitchen sink films that has everything for me. Yeah. And it's, speaking of kitchen, yeah. I think we should take a brief beer intermission <laughs> and return and discuss a film that I think the three of us will probably be closer on. Perhaps. Sound yeah. good? Yeah, I think we'll be closer. We'll be right back. Okay. All right, and we're back. Alan is no longer with us. Sorry, Alan. Yeah, quit. right. I had to beat Alan him up. I really should. I really should fucking quit this because Jesus fucking Christ, my blood pressure goes up every wait, wait, fucking. Wait, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. 
Wait, wait. I'm the one who's on the outs right now. I'm. It's two against one. Well, no, I'm the one. Hey, welcome to my world. Normally, it's me. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back after the second intermission. <laughs> no, we're back. All right. All right. We're back. All right. Let's move on. Let me tell you something. This, yeah. this is one of my favorite episodes, and I hope you guys at home are enjoying it. <laughs> we're going to move on. Uh, we're going to move on to Demons 2 now. This was made in 1987. Um, 86, right? I think it was 87, but... Yeah, whatever. I could be wrong. Same difference. It was made... 80, 86, uh, release date 86, but it's it shown in 87. There you okay. go. 86, 87. Okay. Uh, so it is uh, made by the same people. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it stars... Some of the same people. Uh, definitely the, yeah, pimp the pimp is in it. Yeah. Uh, you got, yeah, a bunch of mostly no namers. You do have a young uh, Asia, Asia Argento. I think it's pronounced Asia. Asia. Uh, oh, it could be. I don't know. I, don't know. I say China. Asia Argento. Asia, Asia I think Argento. It's Asia, but yeah. whatever. Who knows? Yeah. Argento's daughter. <laughs> she's Argento's she's a, daughter. She's, she's, a, a, she's a, a child. Yeah. Yeah, I saw she was in it and I was looking for her and I was like, where? Yeah, and then I was like, like oh, a, this was kid. made in 1986. Yeah, yeah. so she's a kid. Yeah, sorry, all the characters weren't introduced at the first part of the movie, Brett. But you know, she comes in later. So actually, she's in the first part of the movie. She's well, a little girl, but I was looking for her and I didn't recognize her. That's all I was saying because <laughs> it was the 1986. All right. So this movie starts with like a voiceover, right? That kind of summarizes the events of part one. Yeah, yeah, it it definitely does, and it's like it's like a documentary is being shown on TV, but it's it's almost like a fictionalized another film account. in a film. Basically, it was weird because yeah, at first I thought it was like a news story. Then I was like, is this a documentary? Is it a movie? Yeah, like, and I don't know if it knows. Yeah, but it was yeah, <laughs> it was being shown on TV. The setting for this movie is an apartment complex, right? Yep, and we have many different. Uh, rooms yeah. that are going on. Let's yeah. briefly just go through the characters yeah, so, that we have. We have a pregnant lady. Yeah. Yep. And her husband who's coming home to be with her. Yeah. We have a prostitute. We have a prostitute who's coming to visit her, John. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, a kid who's at home by himself. Yeah. And he's just watching TV. Yep. Mm-hmm. His parents are out. Little boy. Yep. We have uh, young Asia or Asia um, Argento. Uh, at a family dinner. Yeah, they're at a family dinner. They're yeah. watching TV. They're, they're all watching the same show. You got some gym rats. We got some guys oh, in the yeah. gym. And the pimp. And that's the where, pimp. That's no, where the, the pimp is. He's running a now, gym. Now, keep yeah. in mind, it's the same actor, but it's not the same character. Yeah, I'd probably, like to think he is the same character. He's probably character. still saying... <laughs> he just yes. escaped. <laughs> no, he died. Yeah, well... He's still saying he things like, I oh, gotta push it. Hey, push it's, harder. It's like... Uh, just like we touched up on, Return Living Dead. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like Tom... Tom... Oh, uh, Matthews. Matthews, yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, and Clue Gulliger. Yeah, different characters in the sequel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it happens. Um, so they go. Uh, uh, there's some elevator trouble, so we like uh, yeah. get early hints that there's some issues with the building. Yeah. There's also a gal named Sally. Yeah, who's having? And she's a throwing a party. Oh, she's having a party. Yeah, yeah. It's her birthday party, but Sally is like, "It's my she's, party. I'll be a bitch if I want." Yeah, to. yeah she's yeah, real obsessive with her whiny bitch. Too. You know, I yeah. went to a surprise thirtieth uh, birthday party for this girl. Um, about 10 years ago and it was my co-worker's wife and he was like I'm going to throw a surprise party for her she thinks her party is happening like next weekend but we're all going to come this weekend and so we all go there and it was like an 80s themed party yeah. and so we all go there and we surprise her that bitch stayed in her bedroom all night long she was so pissed off at him for throwing a surprise party that she wasn't ready for. It. Oh my god! Uh, Get over yourself. I know. So we all had a good time, and the guest of honor, diva. Yeah, she was a bitch. That's the worst. <laughs> they ended up getting divorced. Uh. <laughs> Shocker! 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 
<laughs> it's been a while. It's been a it's while. Been a while. <laughs> and it's been a while. All right. So so that, that's basically the group. So we got Sally and, and all of her friends are partying while she's being a bitch and saying. Yeah. Like, she's her like complaining about her outfit. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the basis in this is the common trend among all among all these uh, residents in the apartment. They're all watching the same movie on television. Yeah. And yep. it's about the original demon attack. Yeah. And it's a little different, though. Uh, you got four people. They find a dead demon. They're they're on the ruins of like a cathedral or something. Well, wait a second. I thought they were sneaking into like where the first demon attack happened it could be. at the theater. It could be. That's what I thought it was. It could be. I mean, yeah. In these films, Brett, it. I love using my imagination. That that's a really good way to look at it. That's that's what I thought. They were yeah, sure. They were like going to investigate the first demon attack yeah. that happened. Yeah. And it doesn't always they have were to back be back at the theater. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be presented to us. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can use our imagination. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, and, and it cuts back to the party. Um, it, we mentioned in the first uh, demons the great soundtrack. This one we got a uh, a new wave. We, we soundtrack. got Panic by the Smiths. Yeah. Oh yeah. Get yeah. some yeah. Get some Morrissey in there. Yeah, yep. we got some. Yeah. Uh, Gene oh. loves Jezebel. Art of oh, Noise. Morrissey. <laughs> I'm so pissed about everything. I am human and I need to be loved. <laughs> and I don't fuck anything because I'm, I'm asexual. I'm celibate and I don't eat meat. You guys nailed it. That's pretty much Morrissey. <laughs> um, He's everything and nothing. Yep, mm-hmm. He is. And then we get like a demon claw or something. Yeah, they find one in the in the film. So one of the gals who was in the movie within the movie the TV show within the movie, she cuts herself. Mm-hmm. And it's just a little cut, but she ends up bleeding yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, they're posing for a picture. And, um, you know, it's kind of weird because it's like, this is where, I mean, this is like Demons 2 and Demons 1, same storyline. Yeah. Because yeah. it like parallels again. So they're taking a picture at the party. They're taking a picture in the right, movie. Right, right, right. Yeah. The camera doesn't work at the party. The camera doesn't work in the movie. Yep. Um, the person bleeds on the demon uh, as they're waiting for the camera or the picture to be taken and the blood feeds the remains of the demon which right. starts the demon to regenerate. It reanimates it, yeah. And it reanimates and then it attacks everybody. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> Sally is in her bedroom watching this on TV because she'd rather watch TV than have a party. Then it's like, why did you fucking invite people over to your apartment yeah. for a goddamn party, you stupid bitch? Uh, it's TGIF night <laughs> on ABC. Yeah. yeah, she's fucking watching Urkel. Uh-huh. This is the episode where Urkel actually shows up in uh, all the other episodes, oh. too. Do you remember? Oh, like, yeah, he like was on like uh, Full House. House, like he made the rounds. Oh, he was on step by step. I'm here to boost, your, yeah. here to boost your ratings. Yep. It's like he yeah. uh, he got into like a, a jetpack and he mm-hmm. landed in step by step's backyard. Dude, <laughs> there was nothing better than getting out of school and uh, watching a Friday afternoon, oh, yeah. and then looking forward to TGIF. That oh, dude, night. do you remember the episode like with the uh, where Urkel gets uh, he gets drunk? I think so. at the party, and they do the Urkel. Yeah. Do the Urkel. Do the Urkel. Remember the Urkbot? It was because he was... Oh, Urkelbot? Yeah. Well, and then there was Stefan Urkel. Stefan Urkel, the transformation chamber. when did that show become about Urkel? Like, pretty soon after he arrived. They're like, yep, this kid's awesome. Let's make him start the show. White. But after the Stefan episodes, it kind of went to... Jump the shark? Stefan Urkel. Yeah, the transformation chamber was a bit much. Yeah, they... they And that's when Laura fell in love with him. It's like, fuck you, Laura. Oh, that was the worst. Yeah. That was the worst. Laura... You're a bitch. Laura. 
the no when when Laura started falling in love with Urkel, that's when like okay, I'm done with this. Show. Do you remember but she they, fell in love with Stefan Urkel, and then that's Urkel right. had the other girlfriend, Myra. Myra, Myra. she died. She died. She died. Yeah. Yeah. In young. real life, like yeah. real young. She yeah. had like some kind of cancer, yeah. right? Yeah. Stomach and cancer. And then do you remember um, they completely- Fuck, stomach cancer? Yeah. Fuck do you remember God. the the sister Judy that they just completely wrote out of the show? Oh, yeah. She just disappeared yeah. all of yeah. a sudden? Yeah. It's like she went upstairs. And yeah, never- and yeah. She's like back. Chuck from Happy Days. <laughs> yeah, just never returned. That. All right. Uh, but that was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. It was. Because Harriet- Oh, my God. Harriet yes. was- She was the elevator operator, Elevator right? operator That's at the correct. Standing tall. <laughs> Yep. On, on the wings of my dreams. That was a great show. Rise and fall on the wings of my dreams. Perfect Strangers was a little bit before <laughs> my time, but I remember seeing it, though. On Nipos, <laughs> we had this apartment building I, where I take, all these people got... I take Family Matters over Perfect Strangers any day, though. <laughs> uh, I liked them both quite matters. a bit. Yeah. They were both pretty good. All right, yeah. so I'm going to blast through this. You guys mind? No, go ahead. Blast okay. away, my friend. All right, so Sally is a bitch. Uh... <laughs> So they're all watching this this movie. The demon comes back to the life. The demon comes through, through the, TV. the TV. Very uh, welcome to prime it, time. It's like yeah, like that. It's like that video, was that like was a video cool drone. Yes. It's like it's like Cronenberg. It was like video. Yeah, it's like you're right. It was like a music video. Yeah, yeah it was cool. And that's what's cool about it. Mm. Um, so we start to see the creatures multiply throughout the building. Uh, the pregnant girl goes to Sally's. Everybody's trapped. Nobody knows how to unlock people doors. Are, yeah, people are trapped. You know, some dumb moves are made. The little kid, uh, the little boy gets uh, got. Yeah. And he's knocking yeah. on the pregnant they girl's door. They don't show door. it, though. No, they don't. But he's knocking on the pregnant girl's door. And, and you, yeah, because we, we don't know that he's got got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a knock on the pregnant girl's door. And it's like, come Please on. Please help me. I'm frightened. Yeah. No, I'm scared. And so she's pregnant, so you know she's a little sympathetic towards little kids anyway, yep. right? Because yeah. she's going to have one. So she opens the door, and it's fucking yeah. Eddie Munster. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, dude, did you guys have as kids, uh, do you remember the toys Boglins? Uh-uh. They were like these little puppet demons. Yes. They, were, they came in like a little crate mm. box. Would you put your hand and like move their... F- yeah. Yeah. Could yeah. You- uh, yeah, so I think like I remember. A, he was like a Boglin. Yeah, because like a demon like <clears throat> pops out of that kid, right? And yeah. it okay, no, like wait a, a second. Wait a second. So he's attacking her. She grabs a knife to presumably like cut yeah. him. She doesn't come anywhere near him. He falls down. Yep. And he starts convulsing. Yeah. And then a fucking Boglin, Boglin pops out of his stomach and it's got wings and it can fly. Like a yep. goblin. Yeah. Yeah. And then she goes and hides in a fucking closet. And it's very like she locks him in a like a safe or something. I don't know what it it's, was. Like, it's kind of it's little a gremlins. Cupboard. It's little gremlins esque. Yeah, but it's the only time that happens. It's a kind of a cool looking little creature. It's a cool moment. No, it's weird. I would appreciate it more if that happened. Yes, to everyone. Yes. Yes. Well, that that's the thing with demons. One, it happened to one character. Remember when the demon See, came out? See, and I didn't remember that part. That's why when you guys were talking about that, when the thing like, came I out of the girl's back, but it was yeah. but it was big. Like this thing was like a little baby, but yeah. it was in a but it was in a child. I like so. how yeah. they oh, changed it up a little bit. It was like a it had wings yeah, yeah. too. But um, again, if that happened, if the bodies were just a a vessel for these demons to hatch out of, yeah, and they look like demons and they didn't like be zombies. The one thing I'll say about this, though, is I feel like um, when Sally transforms, because Sally's like the main demon. Right, right. She's the first. When she transforms and her teeth are growing in and you see her regular teeth fall out. It's neat. That's fucking. It's a cool shot. That is cool. It is. It really is. So that's why I say like special effects. I love the special effects. Yeah. Yeah. So the power starts to go out in the building and we start to see, you know, 
Oh, the, the gym rats. Yeah, the gym rats. They, they're like in the parking garage. They're still right? lifting though. They're yeah. like, oh, yeah. fuck this. Oh yeah. Get so, that burn. Massive gains. So shit starts to go down. A girl in a tanning bed gets killed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We see acid blood dripping through multiple layers. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy in a sauna it drips on him. The power goes out. The prostitute and the uh, husband of Hold the on. pregnant woman are stuck in the elevator. We have the other important thing to mention. Yeah. The cutaway to four punks driving in a car that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I mean, it's a, but it's the same story. It's, I'm telling you, it's the same fucking it's very similar. story as it's before. Very similar and story. I'm, and I'm okay with that. I, I knew you would be. So that guy, George, gets away, right? And they're trying to escape. He cuts the gas line. He blows up like... He has this elaborate plan that only kills like three demons. Yeah. And there's still like a whole apartment complex it. full of them. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you get scratched or if you touch the blood, you're a fucking demon. Yeah. He's yelling for her. He's like, Hannah, yeah. Hannah. And she's like three feet away from him. He's like, dude, keep your voice down there. Right there. There's, yeah. There's demons. Yeah. The prostitute is there's freaking out. everywhere. She is freaking out. The party goers at Sally's party, they all become demons. They're all fucked. Yeah. They're all fucked because uh, Sally's a demon. So yep. they all become demons. And, and the whole place blows up eventually. Yeah, like everything catches on fire. Yeah, and all most the of the they go to they make their way to the roof. Yeah, well, well, hold on. Most of the people end up in the garage, and then yep. shit just goes back. Yeah. Shit, crazy. Oh, yeah. down shit goes there. south in a hurry because it's yeah. like there's like there's like twenty humans and like four demons, and then all of a sudden it's like it there's twenty four demons. Yeah, <laughs> like it yeah. multiplies. But but they end up blowing the place up. Everybody dies. This is kind of cutting ahead to the end, so I don't know if we want to. Well, do Well, not this. everybody dies. No. Because they go to like um, a but TV station. Basically, everybody in the garage is screwed. That's where that's where most everybody ends up. Except you have George and Hannah. They're the married couple. Hannah's the pregnant woman, and they make their way to the roof. Uh, Sally makes her way up there as well. But I thought they were at a TV station. Well, they, they, they get there. Okay, because they kind of repel down the side of the building. Right. They he has some uh, equipment because he makes his way back up to his apartment where he rescues his wife. They make their way up to the roof. He has some supplies by this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been through hell. You can you can just look at the guy and tell. Mm-hmm. But uh, they supposedly end up killing Sally. They make their way into a TV studio. And that's where things get a little strange. Uh, she ends up giving birth. She has a baby. She has a baby. Yeah. And then Sally shows up. She's not dead yet. She's blind. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. He ends up killing her, but <laughs> she can't see. She appears. Yeah, she's blind. <laughs> she she can hear, asshole. Stop talking. Yeah. I was drinking while I was watching this movie, and my yeah. notes only say blind zombie. I didn't even realize it was Sally. Yeah, yeah that's, no, that's Sally. Sally. She's the main how, zombie. That, yeah. That's how engaged I was. And, and they're in this TV studio, and they see Sally on the screen, and they, they realize that the demons are coming through the television. So yeah, he destroys all, the, all Wait, the TVs. No, yeah. he re- destroys about half of them. Yeah. I thought that was weird too. Like, but the other half, well, some of them were showing more, something yeah, else. Yeah, they were showing they were showing reruns of Family Matters. Why not? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but why not destroy all of them? Well, because... Because Listen. budget, Dave. Because yeah, budget. You can, Very you good, Alan. Afford, yeah. They couldn't afford to destroy all those monitors. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so then the mom... And they're the like, baby, oh, Family Matters is done. Let's yeah. watch this. So like, the couple survives. With the baby. Yeah. The end. The end. So and they all watch Family Matters as Rain by the cult plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So there was, and we didn't go through this, but while the demons are invading the apartment, I thought was a really cool scene where, where the demons all the way up at the stairwell looking down and then it spirals and the camera turns as the demons are coming down the stairs. I thought that was a cool scene. This movie has a lot of great scenes to it. I don't think it's as good as the first one, though. Mm, Dave, either. what do you think? I agree with you. Yeah. Brett, I know. Yeah. Nope. It's not <laughs> as good as the first one. <laughs> mm. But it does have its moments. Let's fight. It, it does okay. have its moments. All right. I'll go first because we all know what I'm going to rate this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give it one. And I give it one because it's not as good as the first one. Um, however, I will say this. The special effects I really liked, but I liked the special effects in the first one. I thought it was a little gorier. Um, I didn't get the whole, uh, like we talked about the goblin or demon uh, thing popping out of the the kid, but I, I kind of liked it. I wish that would have happened more. Um, I will say that the music, the score was the same. Uh, Simonetti did the score again. No, he didn't. No, it was a different guy. Oh, he did? It yeah, was? Come oh, on, Brett. Brett. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> well, it'll keep going. Keep going. All right. Well, the score was good. Mm. Um, regardless, uh, the soundtrack was good. Regardless, soundtrack I, was good. I, I like I liked the music uh, that was playing. It seemed like the 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 soundtrack, the the actual music, like from the Smiths or whatever, was in there more prominently. Yeah. in this yeah. one. Um, yeah, kind of like what Alan was saying. Like this one was a little more reliant on like new wave, post punk. Yeah. Like there was some Peter Murphy, I think, in there. Yeah, yeah. Dead Can Dance. Yep, Art of Noise. So I, I like that. Yeah. Um, I listened to a lot of first wave on uh, fucking. But despite what you like about this, only a one. Yeah, because it sucked. (sighs) It was regurgitated. It was the same story regurgitated from the first one. And it just really, really defies the first one by saying, I don't know, the demons can pop out of TVs and it's not the theater that's that's the bad guy. It's, well, then maybe I shouldn't like Videodrome either. Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe not. not. <laughs> I don't know. But it's, it's one of the best movies. No, I'm, no, not, no. I'm not saying one we're going to review that one at some point. I'm not saying that the demons can't pop out of TVs, I, but the first movie establishes that it was the theater, yeah. and now it's not the theater. And and so so this being a sequel, it's and it's made by the same filmmakers. Uh, it's 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 not like uh, you were looking for more. Like a, you were looking for more of a an actual sequel, right? Well. I mean, it should be. It should go by the same rules as the first one. If it's the same filmmakers, if it was different filmmakers and they just used the name, which they did, and we can talk about this too, because uh, that happens a lot with Italian films. Sure. I guess like when they release movies, they release them under different the same names. names. Right, right. Sure, sure. Um, but anyway, regardless of that, like this movie is an inferior product to the first one. And if I give the first one one and a half, I mean, you guys both agree that this is inferior. If I give the first one one and a half, I'm going to give this one one. Yeah, no, so that's fair. That, I don't want to give it less than one. Sure. Because I do like the special effects yeah. and I did like the music, sure. but everything else sucked. No, I agree with you. And um, I guess I'll go next because I think I'm probably going to be the middleman on this one. Um, As you always are. <laughs> not always. <laughs> we love you for it. Oh, thank you. Um <laughs> Brett, you made a good point about how if you're going to redo, essentially redo the same movie that was already done once, do it better. Um, so like Evil Dead 2 is a great example of, they're basically mm. the same movie. Evil Dead 2 is executed better. It does. It takes everything that's in the first one and amplifies it and makes mm-hmm. it better. This one was a retread of the first one. 
and was it nearly as good? I thought the performance and the acting. I mean, the first one's not going to win any awards for acting. I thought the acting, but it in was this good. One, no, it'll the win. acting in part it'll... two is pretty bad. Yeah, there are no memorable characters as far as like everyone's kind of a cardboard cutout of a character. The special effects are good, and I and I still don't think they're quite as good as the first one or close. Mm. But I, I thought think they were gory. They should have been a step up, and I was kind of like, eh. I thought they were with the little demon. Kind of the same with the little demon though. That was cool. Yeah, I just when Angela or Angela. Uh, when Sally's teeth grow, that, that was cool. Like yeah. that was the that thing was that I cool. remember yeah. about this one. Yeah, yeah. There's just not a whole lot of story, and it just felt like kind of more of the same, but just not done as well. Yeah. Um, I gave this a two. Two. Okay. Um, it's it's more dumb fun. I accept it for what it is. It's not as great as the first one. The first one's more memorable. Uh, the characters in this they're a little bit dumber. The effects are still great. Uh, some of them are kind of silly. I thought the little demon was a little silly, but I thought it was cool. I thought that it was, uh, I don't know if I would say lighthearted, but I thought it was a little different to where um, I, I, I accepted it. Um, the music, the title track for this film, Demons 2, by Simon Boswell. Now, Simon Boswell is an English composer and producer. He's been around a long time. This was one of his earliest efforts. Since then, he's worked with everyone from New Wave Axe to Elton John. Um, so he's been around. He knows his stuff. Uh, Dario Argento got with Simon Boswell. And Dario Argento uh, worked with him on Phenomena. And Dario is a big metal guy. But Simon Boswell convinced him that New Wave would be a little bit better suited for this film. And I think he nailed it. Uh, the Smiths, Gene Loves Jezebel, Art of Noise, Peter Murphy. It worked in this film. It gave it a little bit of a different vibe, a little bit of a uh, young vibe. I don't know how to explain it, but it, it, it was a little different from what we had going on uh, in this era. We had a lot of heavy metal going on, and I thought the new wave was very refreshing. Uh, great soundtrack. And the title track by Simon Boswell, who composed it, did an amazing job. I thought it was awesome. It's one of my favorite title tracks. Whereas uh, Claudio Simonetti in the first one had a little bit of a funky beat. This one had a very majestic sounding new wave type sound to it. Uh, the gore effects by Sergio uh, Stivaletti. Awesome. Uh, I really enjoyed the effects. I would have wanted a better ending. The woman gave birth to the baby. I wanted to see a demon baby. We didn't get that. Give <laughs> me that demon baby. That would have been great. It also ends on a freeze frame, which is kind of lame. Yeah, that that would have been great. I would have loved to have freeze seen freeze frame. I would have loved to have seen a demon baby. Uh, I do love the survival horror aspect of this film, just like uh, the first one. That's what I really enjoy about this film: is the survival horror. Who's going to survive? Who's going to live? Who's going to die? Uh, one of my favorite scenes in this movie was in the garage when all hell breaks loose. That was cool. And they I can't agree. hold off the demons and things just go batshit mm -hmm. crazy. All right. And that's, hold on. No, go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. Hold on. I have something positive to say. But okay. Go ahead. But that's what I love about these movies is it's just dumb fun. Oh, yeah. You don't need to really, you know, you no, don't really, yeah, it doesn't need to be If you're looking perfect. for cerebral horror, look elsewhere. These are yeah. not, these, these are not when he wanted and to there's, say something. And there's, there's a fantasy element to these movies. It doesn't need to make sense because it's dumb. And But at the same time, these filmmakers who make these films, they put a lot of heart into these movies, and it shows with the effects. The acting may not be there, uh, but everything else is. I give it a three and a half. Very okay. Well. Fair enough. 
Uh, what I was going to say was, I, I, as you're talking, I'm sitting here thinking about it. And I'm like, I like the concept of an apartment building or a building where a horror movie takes place yeah. with multiple different stories. Like, it almost is like... What's I, that movie, Quarantine? That, yeah, that but that movie good. sucked. Mm-hmm. Oh, did it? I, don't yeah, it I thought it was good. okay. Yeah. I never saw it. It was... It was I, I would rather... I didn't like the shaky camera. That's what I didn't yeah, like. Yeah. I, I would rather see a film... Mm-hmm. Like, imagine this. A die Hard as a horror movie. Sure. Yeah. Right? Sure. Where yeah. there's like... Where there's like... But there's multiple different floors with multiple different storylines going on and they yeah. all meet up. That's what this film is possibly could be. It could be. But it... It's not. I know. Yep. But but that's what I'm saying. Like, I like the idea. And and the meta aspect of the film within the film on both of these things, I kind of appreciate that. Um, it was a little bit maybe it's not little, executed like yeah. it, it could have been, but it was also maybe done ahead of its time and they didn't. Yeah, the initial really setup, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But the idea of a horror film taking place. To multiple different people in different settings in the same like apartment yeah. complex uh, is pretty interesting. Yeah. So uh, for that, yeah, we, it does give positive vibes. So what did we end up with an average? That's a two point one six seven. And we were talking about Morrissey earlier. I think it's funny because Simon Boswell reached out to Morrissey, and Morrissey is very, you know, he's very, se- yeah, he's very Morrissey. He's very selective. <laughs> but Simon Boswell convinced Morrissey, hey, look. This movie actually has an underlying theme, uh, and he told Morrissey where the media is trying to control things because the demons are coming out of the TV, mm. and at the end of the movie, the guy destroys, destroys the, TVs. the TVs. So Morrissey was kind of on board with that aspect, so he let him use it. He let Every him use the song. So I thought that was Sunday. cool, and uh, you know, with the soundtrack and everything. It's not my favorite, but I enjoy it. Yeah. It's yeah. dumb fun. Yeah. Well, go. I know I'll get some hate from people. Uh, I might, there might be people that agree with there, me. Hey. And that's fine. And the hater's going to hate, 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 hate. But you got to yeah. shake it off. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. You'll shake it off. Shake I mean, it off. You'll shake I'm it off. I'm a player, and player's going to play, play, mm-hmm. play. That's right. Uh, but if you have any comments to make to any of us, Swearwolves, uh, please contact us at. <laughs> Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We are the Swearwolves. Uh, we're also the Swearwolves on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram where we are the Swearwolves Podcast. You can go to our website, which is theswearwolves.com. You can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube. We're the Swearwolves there as well. Yeah. Gentlemen, I enjoy our conversations. Oh, I do too. And this this I, is one of my favorite episodes. Just want to say one thing. It's okay. I just want to. <laughs> I, I had a good say time. I had one a good thing time. before we go. I'm right and you're wrong. Fuck oh, you. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, you we, we can edit up. this, right? Move shit around. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. While you were talking about that, I was just gonna say. Yeah. I can move shit. Mm-mm. I move shit. I move shit nearly every day. I like to move it, move it. <laughs> I like to move shit, move shit. <laughs> what is the what is the song from Friday Thirteenth Part Five? We're gonna have to figure this one out. <laughs> oh, I can't. I I like it though. I can't remember what it is. Or she's breakdancing. Yeah. So we were talking about this is the conversation we were having from Las Vegas down to here. Yeah. Uh, when we were driving, God damn, <laughs> this microphone just came out of nowhere. Okay, pause it right there. I gotta piss. All right.